Welcome to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. A show designed to help you discover your true identity in Christ. You have a purpose, and it's our desire to see it fulfilled through the powerful love of our Savior Jesus Christ. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad you're tuning in today. We're live here in the studio. It's me and Megan. And I have to tell you, she has on the most amazing hoodie today. It is the brightest pink I've ever seen. And it woke me up a while ago. It was nodding off a bit. And, you know, those late afternoon little little moments we have. I think our blood sugar is kind of dropping or something. I don't know. It's probably something scientific. But I was looking down at something and I looked up and it was like, wow, that was a little color therapy Megan, thanks for wearing that. She's smiling and giggling. I, you know, I asked her earlier, I said, Megan, are you going to talk today? And she's just like, no, I'm not going to talk. But anyway, we're here in the studio and we're really glad to be here with you today. I have a very important topic that I'm going to talk about. In fact, I believe it is the key to victory in the day that we live in. You know, last weekend, Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday, I hosted and moderated a leadership summit, and it was all about impacting your world, your world, the world. You know, your world is just right out your door. Actually, there are people all around you that need to hear about Jesus. They need to know about peace, the God of all peace. They they need to know that there is a new and living way through him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through him. And in a world where there is so much turmoil, so much chaos, so much confusion, and quite frankly, so much fear, it seems seems like fear-mongering is at an all-time high. What do I mean by that? It just seems as though there's, if you watch the news, there's a lot of, of things being reported on that would make you fearful. You know, sensationalism sells. And so the media knows that. They know how to play on our emotions. They know how to get us riled up. They know how to push our buttons. And quite frankly, I think they've studied for years how to push the buttons of the people who pay their bills. And so they continue to do that, whether it's sensationalism through through lust or pornography or whatever, they're, they're, they're pushing our buttons to pad their, their pockets. And so we've got to really wise up. And at this summit, we talked about all of the cultural arenas that need to be impacted with the message of Jesus Christ today. We started with talking about prayer because 
because prayer is so important in the Christian's life today. We have got to be a people of prayer. Jesus said, Isaiah actually prophesied this. He prophesied the coming house of the Lord, and he said, regarding God's house, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Then Jesus confirmed that word by by speaking that out of his mouth as well when he was reading the scroll. In fact, God still says today, and so does Jesus, that his house will be called a house of prayer. Well, we could say that's the church for sure. That's a building. That's where prayer should be happening frequently, if not all the time. There should be contemplative prayer, corporate prayer, all kinds of prayer going on in the house of God. But listen, friends, in the New Testament, We've been called the temple of the Holy Spirit. In fact, a house, uh, so to speak, where the Spirit dwells. We are a tent. And so this body, this mouth, these lips, your body, your mouth, your lips should be given to prayer. Now, that doesn't mean that you're sitting in a room by yourself 24-7 and just praying to God. That means that your heart is ever before the Lord, that you have him in your thinking 24-7, and your heart is just ready. It's ready to pray out the things of God. That means that you're going to be easily entreated. And friend, if we're going to impact, if we're going to influence the world around us, whether it's our family, whether it's our community and the church, if it's in business, if it's in education, if it's in the very field of media, which is what we're doing here right now on radio. This is a form of media. If we're going to use these mediums to influence people, we're going to have to pray as the people of God. We pray before, we pray during, and we pray after. And especially if we're going to speak, we need to be in prayer so that the words of our mouth would be those that God has given us. I love something that Jesus said. He said that my bread is to do the will of the Father. I only say what he tells me to say. I only I only do what he shows me to do. And so Jesus is our great example of, of a human being, God in the flesh, fully man, fully God, but a, an example of how to live a life of prayer. Oftentimes we see him in the scripture and he he steps aside for a moment and he has a season of prayer. And I've heard it said before that he went from place of prayer to place of prayer with miracles in between. And so, you know, we've got to really allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives and to teach and train us how to pray and where to pray, when to pray. But prayer must be a very integral part of our life. We also, at the summit, we talked about how to impact our family, how to win the heart of our family. Friends, families are broken. 
Unfortunately, it's a very sad thing. And God wants families restored. And he is asking his people in this hour to be the olive branch in their family. What does that mean? That just means that we stand the ready to be the peacemaker. We're the ones holding the door open for God to move. One of my favorite scriptures about holding the door open comes out of Psalm 24. And that says, and I'm, I'm just going to quote it from memory here, lift up your heads, O ye gates, be lifted up, you everlasting doors for the king of glory to come in. Well, who is that gate? It's you in prayer, in worship. Worship is the highest form of prayer. Worship is powerful. Worship is what dropped those walls of Jericho. Let me tell you, worship is a weapon in the spirit. Paul wrote that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not arrows. They're not guns and knives. They're not cannons. They're not, they're not rockets and bombs. The weapons of our warfare are not those carnal weapons, but they are my to the pulling down of strongholds. We also know that Paul wrote over in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, he talked about the fact that 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 we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of this present darkness. In other words, we're in the midst of a spiritual battle and you don't fight a spiritual battle with carnal weapons. You don't fight a spiritual battle with fleshly ways of warfare. You don't do it like man would do it. You fight these battles and you win these battles when you fight them in the spirit. And so we have got to learn how to pray, how to intercede, how to advance the kingdom of God, and also how to stand in peace and be that peacemaker in our family. We talked also about the church and about the need for the church to wake up. Actually, there was a there, a trailer was shared in that summit and by Tim, Tim Lowry, who's not with us today. Big shout out to Tim. He's, he's working on some projects that literally are going to change the world. And we love him. Pray for him as the Lord would bring you up in his heart. Pray for him that he would be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and that he would be focused and fervent in the midst of all that God has put in his hand and that he would be an overcomer, that he would he would actually literally rise above anything and everything that would try to hinder him and hold him back from the things that God has called him to finish. And so lots of love out to you, Tim. He spoke on Saturday morning about the media and arts and entertainment, but he shared a, a trailer regarding an upcoming documentary on the church. And friends, let me tell you, if there's ever a time in the life of a Christian to walk circumspectly, what does that mean? Circumspectly means to contemplate, to be very purposeful in what you are doing, to pay attention to what's going on around you, and just to really, you know, live in the moment, be aware 
and and ready to hear, ready to obey, but circumspectly, you know, looking around, considering what has happened in the past, considering what is coming in the future. You know, the word says that a wise man foresees evil and he hides himself, but a fool rushes in. You know, the people of God in this hour need to be the most spiritual people we've ever been. You know, supernatural ability is our natural ability. (laughs) I want to remind you of that today. We serve a God who is supernatural and we are created in his image. Jesus said we'll do greater works than him because he goes to the Father. And so we are, we are miraculous. You know, we lay hands on the sick and they recover. We, we cast out demons in his name, which really means to bring liberty to those who are bound, to deliver those who are held in captivity. That's what that means. We are here to set the captive free. And so we should be super spiritual in a way, not so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good, but like battle ready in the spirit. And we're going to talk a little more in next segment about walking in the spirit because it is the key to victory. But I want to continue here and just talk about how the church really needs to wake up. We actually spent a little bit of time in prayer because the the cycle of freedom and liberty when it, when this was written, it was written more in a political context, but it was written about the cycle of democracy. But what is democracy? Democracy is freedom. Democracy uh, gives people liberty. But, you know, for you and I as Christians, we know that liberty and freedom do not come from God. I mean, government, excuse me, they do not come from government, which is where we find ourselves today. Many in the church have bought into this idea that government is God and government is the one who gives us liberty and freedom. And that is that is so dangerous friends. Government is not provider either. Only God is. And when we allow men, even governmental structures to step in the place of of God, where only God can stand, we are headed for destruction. And so this cycle of freedom and liberty begins in a season of prosperity and seasons of prosperity, if we don't walk through them circumspectly, will create in us a comfort that leads to complacency and a complacency that leads to apathy and an apathy that leads to bondage. And friends, I just want to tell you today to consider Consider well, are you fervent for God? Are you on fire for the gospel? Are you burning with desire to see the kingdom of God established here on earth to do the work of the Father? And if you're not, if you're if church for you is just something you do on Sunday or something you do on Wednesday and you leave and you never change or or you know you're not really impacting the people around you, then you might be stuck in that cycle in complacency or apathy. And so we've got to break that. We've got to really stir ourselves up right now on our most holy faith. We've got to wake up. And this this documentary that Tim is working on is hopefully going to be a huge wake-up call for many in this nation. And it's going to show us exactly who the wolves in sheep's clothing are because, you know, it's very clear in the scripture that uh, there are wolves here now. Jesus said, 
said to us, we need to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But we went on from there. We talked about education, how we can impact education, being very active in our children's children's learning and what they're learning and making sure that the Christian, the Judeo-Christian values, the foundations upon which this nation was founded are maintained and that our children actually have the opportunity to grow up in an atmosphere where they can live free as well, just like we did. And it's up to us who have children and those who have a passion for education and for the children's future to be active in those areas and involved. Well, we're getting ready to go to break here right now. I want you to stay tuned. I'm going to continue the conversation about that. If you have a comment or question, text me 936-931-7770. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936 936- 931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Hi, my name is Lori Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than The Barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit BellaGiftsFromTheHeart.com 104.3 Joy FM Feel the joy Feel the joy
to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're so glad you're tuning in today. We're having a conversation today about the key to victory. I was talking in the first segment about a summit that I hosted and moderated to have the conversation about the current state of affairs in our nation as it pertains to the Christian way of life. You know, we're under assault. What we believe is under assault right now. We have a lot of things going on in our nation, whether it be COVID-related, pandemic, or we've got things happening in our administration regarding decisions about world events. We've also got uh, escalation of crime and violence across this nation, escalation of police officers and first responders being attacked. I mean, it just is a very chaotic world that we live in. Schools shut down, churches shut down, they're they're closed, now they're open, now there's threat of closing again, and and passports for vaccinated people uh, to carry. So, you know, a lot of of issues being discussed and a lot of division in our nation, whether whether it's regarding racism, regarding education and what our children are being taught or not taught. Uh, Oregon, the governor in Oregon just decided a few weeks ago that they weren't going to teach math, science or English anymore because it it was not fair, so to speak, to all of the children. That just makes no sense to me. That just sounds totally crazy. But, you know, there's a lot going on and sometimes it can be overwhelming for people. And here's the thing. If we are walking with God as believers, as Christians, if he truly is, if Jesus truly is the center of everything that we're doing, if we are looking to him, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, then the result of our steadfastness in him, our steady uh, commitment to and relationship with him, the result is going to be that we'll have peace. And, you know, perfect love casts out all fear. The Apostle John wrote that in his first epistle in the latter part of the New Testament. So in this time of great uncertainty, where we're learning to live an unshakable life, we have got to have a shored up foundation. And in this summit, we just talked about ways that we can impact the world around us. How can we as Christians stand up and start speaking regarding some of these issues, whether it's critical race theory being taught, not just in our educational system, but in our universities, in our military, and a lot of corporate America has has also begun to teach these things, which are, are themselves discriminatory in the way that they're being taught. Are we going to allow our children to be taught those things, or are we going to stand up and speak and say, this is not right, and, and this is not what I send my child to school 
to learn. I want my child to learn about science. I want my child to learn about math. I want my child to know how to write, how to read. And, you know, these are the important things for me. But, you know, if we don't say anything, if we remain silent in this, then then we who, who are we going to blame? There's no one to blame except ourselves. And I, I've thought so often we have everything to gain and nothing to lose. We just have to be very courageous in this hour. In fact, I told the people that attended the summit, there were four things that I wanted them to take away that across the board applied, whether we were interacting with governmental officials or interacting in business as a marketplace minister, education, the arts and entertainment or media, who wherever we're interacting to let our voices be heard Uh, you know, regarding what we believe concerning morality and everything, that we needed to make sure that we were prayed up, that we were walking in love, right? Everything in Christ is rooted and grounded in love. That means everything we do, everything we say should spring from the love of God. Number three, we needed to walk in wisdom. We have got to be people that understand the wisdom of God. We have the ancient of days living on the inside of us in the form of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God himself, active, ready to to teach, train, lead, and guide us on the inside. And we should be able to tap into the wisdom of God. In fact, there's a scripture in the book of Proverbs that says, wisdom in the heart of man is like a deep well. It's deep waters. But a man of understanding will draw that up. We have to learn how to draw it up. All we have to do is ask, right? The book of James tells us, if you want wisdom, ask ask of me and I will give it to you liberally and without reproach. In other words, God's not going to withhold it from you. If you want wisdom, you can have wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing, Solomon wrote. And all you're getting, get wisdom, get knowledge, and get understanding. And so if all we have to do is ask and we'll get the answer, we'll have the right answer for every situation, why don't we ask? We ought to be the wisest people in the earth today. And the fourth thing that we need to do is be courageous. It's going to take a lot of courage, a lot of strength, and and actually a fearlessness about us to stand up and speak. And here's the cool thing about it, that God is going to empower us to speak. In fact, Jesus said, you're going to get hauled in before people in authority. Don't think ahead of time of what you're going to say, because when the moment comes, I'm going to fill your mouth with my words. That's in the Gospels. And so we are going to have to be courageous. How do we identify where God is sending us? Well, it's passion. Passion. We're passionate about something, but we have to handle these things in a right manner. And I shared with everyone in attendance what that looks like. You know, there's a lot of people in the church that have become argumentative about a lot of things and they they stand up and they speak and they demand, but they're not being the voice of reason. So there's a posture that we have to take when we're about to speak concerning these things and, and realize that we're speaking for God. We're speaking as an oracle of God. Number one, our posture needs to be non-reactionary. We can't react 
from anything. I was talking with a friend yesterday who herself is a politician over in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. And I told her, you know, we have got to get on the offense and we're put on the defense all the time, made to be defensive because that is not a winning strategy. And the enemy always tries to get us to be defensive. We don't have to defend God. We need to be offensive. We need to anticipate what the enemy is doing and head him off at the pass. And the Holy Spirit will help us with that so that we can turn that situation around. So we cannot react. We have to learn how to respond. We respond with the word of God. The word of God is the wisdom of God. There's an answer answer for every single thing. And we need to go to God to get it. And listen, friends, we cannot be emotional. Don't get emotional. All my sisters out there, women tend to be a little more emotional than men. We've got to get our emotions under control, be able to stand and speak without being reactionary so that we can be strong and stable and unshakable in this time. We've got to be filled with wisdom. I've already said that, bathed in God's love. And here's the other thing. We've got to be solution-oriented. You know, I remember my years in the corporate world as in management, overseeing things. And when people would come to me and just complain about things, I my first reaction or response to them was, well, what should we do about it? You know, if you're going to complain about something, you need to find a solution. You need to find uh, something that you can do to make it better. Then you have a voice. Then you can step forward and, and people want to hear from you when you come with a solution as you're talking with them. And so these are things that we need to think about right now in this world that we're living in. People are, are losing their jobs because they won't, uh, you know, obey a mandate or because they're not willing to do what someone else is saying they should do, whether they need to or not, or whether it's healthy for them to do it or not. You know, there's a lot of things happening right now that are making us It's causing us to make a decision. Are we going to put it all on the line right here, right now and stand up for truth and stand up for what is right in the sight of God and stand up for his word? Or are we going to become like so many others and just succumb, just succumb to it? You know, people, uh, you know, Bible translators are taking scriptures out of the Bible. They're putting different words in that will lead us in the place of political correctness. Also leading us in a place of saying that Jesus didn't say certain things that he did say. And all of it is meant to support an agenda that is anti-Christ. Just literally taking God out. That's what socialism is, friends. Socialism is one step towards communism. And all of it is godless. So be very, very careful when you hear people that say they're Christians and they say Jesus was a socialist. There is, <laughs> there couldn't be anything further from the truth. Just because in the book of Acts they shared all things together doesn't mean that it was socialism, right? We've got to be able to critically think and know the word so that we can have a right response when an argument presents itself. Again, sharing this 
quote that I love so much by Leonard Ravenhill, who said, a man with an experience of God is never at the mercy of a man with an argument. If we know our God and we know his character, then we'll be able to speak on his behalf at times when it is necessary for his voice to be heard and not our own. Across the board, in every conversation we had, every speaker that we had that talked about these different parts of our culture, these mountains of influence, every single one of them said something in common. And that is the the key to victory. Here it is. We have got to be people that walk in the spirit. If we don't walk in the spirit at this point in history, we are opening ourselves up to deception because the Holy Spirit will witness with you. One of the things that he does is he bears witness that comes out of Romans 8 verse 16. It says, let me read it to you. Let's let's just dig into the word a little bit. We're going to talk about this the rest of this segment and next so we can really dig in on this because I want you to be a woman or a man of the spirit so that you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. Uh, Verse 14, we're going to get to 16 in a second. It says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And it says in 16, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. You know, that bearing witness that the spirit does in us, what does that look like? If we are supposed to be people, the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. We are spiritual people, as I said in segment one, and we are led by the spirit of God. Then we are going to know the voice of the shepherd and we are going to hear or, or, or uh, sense the moving of the Holy Spirit as he bears witness. So, you know, here's, here's a good example of it. I was sitting in a meeting one time many years ago, and there were three people, including myself in this meeting, and, and I was being told something in this meeting, and I felt the Holy Spirit just literally say no to me. This isn't true. And it was almost like I could feel the Holy Spirit's hand just brush right across my stomach, my gut. It, you know, the Holy Spirit, oftentimes when he's speaking, it's a gut level response that you have. And I, I felt that across my, my, my gut area, my abdomen area, and I heard no. And so he was telling me that what was being told to me was wrong. It wasn't true. And so we finished that meeting and I got up and I I just, you know, we were finished. I went to the ladies room and I just turned my face to the wall. And I said to the Lord, you know, God, I I hear you. That wasn't right. And what do I do? You know, what do I do from here? And I was felt to go back and talk to one of the people that was in the meeting. And I did. I was bold in that moment. And I'm going to share with you on the other side of this break exactly what happened in that meeting. And then we're going to dig in a little bit more on walking in the spirit. Stay tuned. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. 
For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Bella Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit at bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. 104.3. Joy FM. Feel the joy. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dodson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're excited you're tuning in today. We're having a really important conversation about the key to victory, and I just revealed it in last segment that the key to victory for Christians today is that we've got to walk in the spirit. We've got to have a, a very vibrant and active relationship with Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is going to teach and train and lead and guide us. And one of the, the things that the Holy Spirit does, I mentioned it in the last segment out of Romans eight sixteen. it says, he bears witness with us. He bears witness with us that we're the children of God, but he also bears witness with us regarding 
what we're going through at the moment. In fact, he will say, this is right, this is wrong, this is a yes, this is a no, this is a truth, this is a lie, this is good, this is evil. Because, you know, Jesus said that many false Christs have gone out into the world, right? There's a lot of false doctrine. There are a lot of false teachers around us. There are all kinds of of religion, so to speak, and they're focused on this thing or that thing or something else, but they take the focus away from Jesus. They take the focus away from the gospel, and they send good men and women down rabbit holes chasing after something they think is God. Uh, There's a scripture in the book of Proverbs. It says that there is a way that seems right to men, but the end thereof is death. These are people, just like the people when Jesus calls the bride into the chamber and goes in, and, and that's the church. The church goes into the bridal chamber with the bridegroom, and he shuts the door. And there are going to be people on the outside of that door. The Gospels tell us they're going to knock on the door. Jesus is going to come to the door, and he's going to say, who are you? I do not know you. Depart from me. And they're going to say, no, Lord, you know us. We sat with you. We dined with you. You taught us. We cast out demons in your name. Listen, friends, we've got, this is why we've got to get in there with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to finish telling the the story that I started last segment about something that happened to me to let you know how you can know that the Holy Spirit is leading you. But we've got to get in there because we could be working miracles and still not be walking with Jesus. And that is a frightening thing. But I'll remind you that the angel, the the Satan, the devil comes as an angel of light. He twists the word of God and he comes to deceive the saints. And we're, we're in that season of time in history where the great apostasy is happening right before our eyes. What is that? That's the great falling away of the church. And that's because, like I said, these false doctrines, these false focuses, these false teachers that lead people astray, you know, they're, they're taking people away from the essence of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus didn't come to set up religion. He didn't come to lead us into idolatry. He came to set men free. He came to redeem us out of sin and sickness and death and disease and all of that. When he finished the work, he has the keys and, and victory is ours. But, but, you know, if we don't stay focused on the pure word of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ, I am not here in the earth to do anything other than to lead people to Jesus. And so we should be busy with everything that we do, if it's our relationship with our family, if it's our relationship with our neighbors, if it's our relationship in our community, we all ought to have an end game. And the end game is, how can we lead them to Jesus? And I'm not talking about being overbearing and quoting scripture and acting all all religious with people. I'm talking about relationship here, where we can have a relationship that loves people to heaven. Because in the end, that's the only thing that's going to matter. When we stand before Jesus, he's not going to ask us what our bank account showed. He's not going to ask us how big our house was, how clean our car was. He's not, he's not concerned with our stuff. 
He's concerned with one thing. He's going to ask you, what did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with what I gave you? And it has nothing to do with money, has nothing to do with stuff. It has to do with people. Have we returned people to him in better shape than when we got them? And love is the key to that. You know, I it's so frustrating for me when I'm talking with somebody and all they're doing is quoting scripture at me. You know, I'm like, please stop. You know, people don't want to hear that, but they do want to hear your concern. They do want to know that you love them. They do want to know that you're going to be there for them in their time of need. And what are you doing? You're just being like Jesus. You're just being a reflection of your father. And so we've got to get into this place where where we can identify something that is not the pure essence of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we recognize if we go that way, our focus is going to be taken away from Jesus and put onto something else that is not advancing the kingdom of God and the gospel of Christ the way the Lord wants us to. He commissioned us co-mission. We are in, we are on a mission with Jesus. Okay. We're co-laborers. We're partners with Jesus. He co-missioned us to do what he did while he was in the earth. He said, make disciples of all the nations. What does that mean? To teach and train them in the ways of God. We do that with our children as we're raising them up. What's good? What's wrong? What's bad? What's what's right? What's wrong? You know, tell the truth. Don't tell a lie. But we need to do the same thing with the people around us and not be overbearing about it, but be a friend and be a mother. Let them see your life in Jesus. Let them see the peace that you carry in the midst of the storm. Let them see how you love your husband or love your wife, love your children. Let them see you in action like Jesus. And let me tell you something, your life speaks louder than your words ever will. And so it's more about living your life before them. And so we're living in this time when there's so so much faults out there in the world and, and during the great apostasy where we're going to see people, we see it already where churches are not just advocating for sin, they're demanding that sin be accepted. That is a dangerous place to be in for a believer. But here's the good news. Once you realize you're doing it, you can just stop, repent, turn around and go back to your first love. It's just that simple. And so that's why I say pray for the church to wake up. But you see, if we're not walking in the spirit, then sometimes we're not going to see those things for what they are. And the, and the scary part is that there's a delusion that will come when, you know, it's like people will call good, evil and evil good. People can no longer see what is evil. They can no longer see what what is good there's that's flipped it's upside down they think that that good is evil and that evil is good and we see that right now in the church and so for those of you that that are listening here whether you're on live or you're or you're listening to the replay or the podcast listen to me it's vital now that you understand how to hear the holy spirit 
It's vital that you walk in the Spirit. And how do you hear the Spirit? How do you know that the Spirit is speaking to you? Well, for me, it's a gut level thing. I just feel out of sorts, uneasy. I was sharing about a moment when I was sitting in a meeting and something was being told to me and I felt the Holy Spirit just literally take his hand and like just brush it across my stomach, across my belly area. And I heard the word no. And I knew that what was being said was wrong. After the meeting adjourned, I prayed about it, felt the Holy Spirit say, talk to this person about it. I went back into that office, sat down and shared my heart with that, that person. And he admitted that what they told me was not the truth. And so I'm not going to go into any detail about it. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you every step of the way. It's just like, you know, sometimes you're driving and you just feel, you just have this overwhelming sense or feeling, I need to go this way or I need to turn that way. I mean, I think about 9-11 a lot. What is today? The 2nd of September, just in seven days, we're going to have the 20th or the, let's see, uh, it's going to be, I guess, the 20th anniversary of 9-11, actually. And, you know, that day, there should have been more than 3,000 people, or, you know, I may have that number wrong, but there should have been a whole lot more people in the Twin Towers in New York City than there were. And I'm talking thousands and thousands more people than were in those Twin Towers. And after all of that happened, Reader's Digest came out with some interviews that were done with people that should have been there. And they talked about how their, their normal schedule got interrupted, or they got, you know, just, they had, they had to just at the last minute, I guess this would be a normal uh, schedule disruption, but, you know, they just weren't there. And it was, it was this random thing that caused them not to be there. Well, that is an interruption of the Holy Spirit. And so we don't judge those that were there. We don't call out anything about why they were there or whatever. We just know this. And I will say this boldly. Some people hear and some people don't. Some people uh, respond to what they're feeling that they should do and other people don't. And so here's the thing for the people of God, we've got to get ourselves into position where we're seeking after the leading of the Holy Spirit. I want to share some scripture out of Romans 8. First, Romans 8, 4 says this, uh, the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. I'm going to back up and read three for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. In other words, our, our flesh man, we could not adhere to the law. We couldn't, we weren't perfect. We couldn't keep it to the letter, but God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin, he condemns sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. If we walk in the spirit, then we do not fulfill uh, the law. If we walk in the fruit of the spirit, there is no law against that. That's over in the book of Galatians chapter 5. I want to read 14 and 16 
again, we read that last segment, but it says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And listen, the whole of creation is groaning even now for the revealing of the sons of God. It says in verse 19, for the earnest expectation of creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. These are going to be the people of God who are walking in the spirit. They're going to hear what the spirit is saying. They're going to obey. But a man or a woman who walks in the spirit, they walk in what's called a newness of life. They walk by faith. They don't walk by sight. And so they're not led by what they see. You know, they're the people that through all of this pandemic and everything, they have remained stable and steady, stable and steady through this. And, and they're, they're not anxious. They're not in fear. They know that God will take care of them no matter what. I want to read something out of Galatians 5, starting in verse 16. It says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. What does that mean? The spirit is always willing. That's what Jesus said. He said, the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. So the spirit is always willing It's the flesh itself that tries to get the spirit to go its own way, the way of sin. So they're contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish, right? Well, it goes down in verse or chapter five, and it talks about the fruit of the spirit. It talks about also a big old long list about the things that we do when we're walking according to the flesh. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such. There is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Friends, I'm going to leave it there. We'll wrap up on the next segment. Here's the bottom line. You must walk in the Spirit. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dodson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Bella Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. My name is Lori Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than The Barn at Hickory Creek. 
Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back, everyone. Well, this has been a fun show. I want to wrap up with just a few comments here. I want to tell you that, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is the character of God. We just talked about it coming out of Galatians 5. And if you are walking in the Spirit, then this should be the fruit of your life. Love, joy, peace, right? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So, you know, we can test our own life to see if we're walking in the Spirit. But that is a great way to know when you are aligning with Him. But we need to hear from Him. We need Holy Spirit to teach us. Jesus said, it's expedient for me to go to the Father. I'm going to leave a helper with you. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He said he's going to be your comforter. He's going to be your teacher, your leader, your guide. He is the spirit of truth. Friends, who's the truth? Jesus. He's the spirit of truth, and he will lead and guide you into all truth. Truth is in the word of God. We were talking on on last Saturday about how the Bibles are being changed today, and things are being taken out, things are being altered to push this agenda that the Antichrist wants to have pushed to water down the gospel, give people going in wrong directions. And I told the group that the first Bible that I ever saw that I noticed a word had been added to the fruit of the spirit was the Jubilee Bible of 2000. Now we're talking how many years ago, (laughs) right? 2021. So 21 years ago was the first Bible I saw that a word was added to the fruit of the spirit that was called tolerance. Well, I'm not going to go into that because we don't have time, but being tolerant 
is something that's being used against the church right now so that we will tolerate sin instead of leading people in a better way so that they can be delivered and set free from sin, which is why Jesus shed his blood. And we don't need to trample his blood underfoot by making it of no Uh, value anymore. We're devaluing what Christ has done. So friends, I want you, it's just as simple as this. Holy Spirit, lead me. I'm inviting you right into my life right now. He's already there, but you've got to activate him. He's on the inside. Acknowledge him and ask him to lead and guide you. Holy Spirit, we surrender now. We thank you that you are in us. We ask you to teach us, lead us and guide us into truth. Teach me, Holy Spirit, how to recognize your movings, whether you're speaking in the word, speaking in nature, or you are moving directly in me and I start to hear your words alone. Do that in Jesus' name. God is with you. He's creating in you a glorious You've place. been listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. Unshakable is a ministry of Speak Truth Media. If you would like to help support this ministry, you can mail your gifts to Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas, 75835. That's Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas, 75835. Until next time, remember to stay strong in the Lord so that you too can be Unshakable. Unshakable.